two of the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. We're glad you're here and we would love to hear from you. It is that time in the show. Feel free to give us a call with your questions or concerns or advice or complaints or just to say hi 651-641-1071 is our number you can also email us by going to mytalk1071.com and clicking on the shop girls page on social i'm at ally shops a-l-i-s-h-o-p-s and who are you Harmony Kaplan. At Harmony Kaplan. At Harmony Kaplan. In fact, I know on Twitter I am. and on the Insta. Yeah, because I got a very nice note from um, Sheila on Instagram, and she said, "Hi, Harmony. Love the show so much. So that was nice. Have a question. I hope you can help with my sister and I'd love to do a color consult, meaning meeting to meet with someone who can help us figure out the best color clothes, best." clothing colors for us if that same person is a stylist who can help us dress for our body type great not required most urgent is a color consult prefer twin cities based but virtual is okay very flexible yes very nice Uh so um one of them that i found is called house of color and they are expert image consultants and they've gone through training and all this to learn a science-based color analysis to help you with your makeup and your clothing and all of that. And if you look them up on um, the Internet, you will find that you put in your zip code. It lists several of their consultants, and I saw that they have one mm-hmm. whose name is... I just lost her, but she <laughs> is in... Well, there's so many of them. Yeah. She's in um, Minnetonka. And I don't know why I've just lost. Oh, there she. Wait, here's one in Austin. In Al, excuse me, Albert Lee, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And there is definitely one in um, Minnetonka, and another one in Minnetrista. So I also think that most um, stylists, most people who do wardrobe consulting and you know wardrobe styling, right, can do a color consult as well. That's often part of the same thing. Like someone like Sarah Rogers, who we were talking about, yeah, um, who works with the Mall of America, but also takes clients on her own to go shopping. She's the best of the best. Right, um, Amy Seaman, who we've had on the show yes. before on social media, you can follow her at Mama Seaman, and she's got her own um, studio where she does appointments and gathers clothing from all over at um, shops at Arbor Lake in Maple Grove. Um, Also, Jody um, Myers. Yeah, Jody Myers. I'm just trying to think what her, how you find her. Hang on. Okay, well, while while you look for that, there's also a house um, wardrobe organization with Marissa Ray, who is a House of Color consultant, and she is in Eden Prairie. Mm -hmm. So you can... Check some of those out. There's another one that is called a la mode wardrobe consulting, and you can find that on Facebook. So for, those for are Jody. I just want to give her a shout out sure. too because she's really good at what yep. she's done, and she's been doing it for a long time. And Jody works with women and men. She has women's styling service, but then she also works with Jay Hilburn, the men's brand. Yeah. Um, but hers, you just go to Jody J O D I Mayers M A Y E R S dot com. It's Jody Mayers and Style Partners. Yeah. So I think, you know, I mean, if you want to kill two birds with one stone, I and do. You go, I well, always course, do. But we don't know if Sheila does. <laughs> but if you go to, a, you know, a stylist like that, they certainly can work with the colors. But if you really, if the color consult's the most important, then those are some examples. Hopefully um, that will help you.
Yes, very good. Okay. Um, number again is 651-641-1071. Now, Mom, yes. the question that really has been on my mind yeah. is who wears crop tops to the office? You don't? You know, I haven't really considered it, but should I? Well, uh, apparently there are a lot of women who don't want to buy special wardrobes for the office. They don't feel that there's any reason that they have to get a work wardrobe. Okay. And this has become this an interesting kind of the conundrum. Post-pandemic office reality? I guess. Yeah. And there was uh, this one woman that they were writing about in the New York Times, and she said she has a degree in pol- pol- political science. Mm-hmm. She's working as a paralegal. Mm-hmm. And she, um, the, the dress code is often business casual. And she frequently considers crop tops to be an okay thing to wear. And she does not feel that she has to go out and buy new clothes for her job. Well, I guess here's what I would say. I would say she's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) How do you really feel? And at risk of sounding like an old person. Like an old person, yes. I'm sorry. There there just are, you, you know, I am all for free expression. I am all for wearing what you want, but there is a time and place for things. I would agree with you. I think it depends on the kind of office it is. Now, in fairness, in this article, a lot of the people who wear the crop tops and think it's okay wear blazers, wear oversized blazers. It's not like they're walking around just in their crop top. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why it would be that hard to go to H&M or Target or yes. Zara and buy a blouse that has a little more material. One of our devoted listeners from the West Coast oh, yes. is messaging me right now Yes, and gave the advice that we should all dress for the job we want. And she said, is the CMO wearing a crop top? She is not. Amen to that, Sarah. But <laughs> I hear her. But maybe this girl has no ambition beyond what she's doing. And it's this possible. is what she wants to wear. It's possible. Um, there are those because work is not five days a week in the office now. Mm-hmm. But as I say, even if you're there two days a week, buy a white blouse and put it on. <laughs> I mean, how hard you know, is I will that? Say, I was at an event this week. Um, I was uh, moderating a discussion for um, the Ad Federation of Minnesota. And it was their, it's their younger group. Yeah. That's not why they asked me, but it's maybe they wanted to get an older person's perspective. Thanks, mom. Yes, Yes. Um, they call it ad to ad fed to. Um, But I will say, I was just kind of noting, and this is advertise women in advertising, and and so you know they're a creative bunch, but. There were tons of people in jeans. There were a lot of like oversized blazers with jeans and heels. It was overall very casual. Well, I do think, you know, I mean, and this is not just since the pandemic, because I can remember years ago when you'd go to the theater in New York, Mm -hmm. everyone dressed up. You used to make us dress up to go downtown, Mom. To the Sky Room Mm -hmm. at Dayton's. Absolutely. When you flew on an airplane, you dressed up. And Obviously, some of that was so ridiculous, I can't believe we did it. But on the other hand, I think that everything, I mean, like, you go to the theater in New York now, and I'm sure here too, and if it's summertime, they're in shorts, they're in cutoffs, they're in jeans, whatever. There just doesn't seem to be the same concern among a lot of people about dressing up Mm -hmm. anymore. So, you know. 
Yeah, That's, I mean, it is. I mean, it, it, it's just I think part of it is just a, a total difference in how you I mean, it's not a matter of saying, how, will you dress up just the, the when your definition of what is appropriate to wear is so totally different. I yeah, don't know how and, you. Well, you know, the interesting thing is, and I know I've talked about it on the show before years ago when I was working for Dayton's and the whole Friday casual thing became a thing mm-hmm. and I would go to different companies to tell them. What was appropriate? Oh, I remember when you did that. Yes, and the main thing that I pointed out was it depends where you work, of course, and that there were you know if you're in a creative field, then obviously the kind of things you wear would be different from if you're in a law firm, mm-hmm. and I think that that still is true today. Um, I did, it, but you know everything cycles, and I did just see an article this week about because we've been in the sneaker trend for so long yeah. i feel like long before covid right. and and i think it it's one of those it's sort of like women who won't give up their skinny jeans sneakers yeah. are much the same they're comfortable who wants to stop wearing them because some fashion expert says it's not the, not the trend anymore yeah. however i saw an article i think it was in the new york times or wall street journal this week sh- talking about men's dress shoes that it's time to swap out your sneakers and dress them up that even if you're dressing casually pairing it with a dressier shoe really? is now the new thing because what else are you going to do you can They've only go so casual something. and then yeah you, yeah, yeah. So. um and the other thing that they were writing about is if you're going to only buy one pair of boots what style do you buy that is so hard. And that is a conundrum, too, yes. if you are only getting one. I think uh, I figured it out for my personal wardrobe this year, but go ahead. I Tell us would what the assume rule is. that you would get an ankle boot because you live in ankle boots. Well, for a day-to-day situation with jeans, with everything. But I'm in the market for a tall black boot. Do you mean tall that comes just below your knee or do you mean even taller? Yeah, Yeah. I think Those are the ones Mm -hmm. I like the most, I guess. So what what did Vanessa Well, Vanessa actually, she says either a knee or the ankle boot are both really good. If she was getting just one, probably the ankle. I agree because it's just more versatile. I don't like it on me with like a, sh- a dress that's short. I yeah, think it depends lot, but, on how you feel about especially your Especially if you wear tights. I think most oh, people yeah. find oh, that you can, an ankle boot you could wear either way, whereas a tall boot is just not going to work. With, with certain things. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. I think maybe you need both pairs. Can I share this super quick since we're talking about Real boots? Fast. And then, okay. Yes. So um, I, I, I love the shoes at Everlane. I feel like the quality you get for the money they are, you get, you know, there are, I saw similar boots that were more than double the price, but I'm, I really like the Everlane boots that I have. I bought some and I wasn't sure they're suede and I just wasn't sure if I should spray them or not. I couldn't find anything that said how they're treated. I sent a question in an email yeah. and asked the question. I got an immediate response saying that my question had been received. I would get an answer. This was in the evening. It was like a weeknight, 7 p.m. Within an hour, I get an answer. It's not only personalized, and not only does it answer my question, they gave me links to a suede brush, to a preferred suede, and it's not their own Ooh, product. That is customer service. I was dumbfounded. It was so helpful, and it was such good service, it made me love Everlane that and much And my more. other question is, they did say that you're supposed to spray them. They did say of that course, I could. Of yes. course, all suede boots should be sprayed. I just wanted to be safe. Why didn't you ask me? Okay. We'll ask you about the tech news right when we get back. That's next on Shop Girls.
You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mother, Harmony. Yes. And we won't mention that I had to make an emergency uh, IT visit oh, to your house you know yesterday. What? And you screwed it up even more. Just so what you are you talking yeah. about? We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She could. The email, Lexi, get this. My mother's oh. email, it had disappeared. It had disappeared. And so I needed to restore her inbox. Guess what, folks? She just had somehow stretched the screen across like five able, screens so she couldn't uh, see it because it I was am off. only able to use one hand. That's right what it is. And it isn't even the one that I usually use with yes. my mouse. I can't right. do things. Have a it's little totally bit because of, of your arm, mom. Absolutely. Me. That's it. Oh. On that note, it's time for the tech <clears throat> report. The internet is, is a series of tubes. Time was again for Harmony's Tech Report. Okay, so here's the thing. What Am- is the thing? Amazon's Alexa assistant mm-hmm. is kind of under the microscope right now mm-hmm. because it might be part of a major cost-cutting review, according to the CEO. Mm. Um, Alexa's become a major part of Amazon's devices and their whole smart home strategy and all that. But according to the Wall Street Journal, the company's entire devices unit, are you ready for this? They've had an operating loss over $5 billion in recent years. So they're kind of looking into whether they should focus on trying to add new capabilities to Alexis. Uh, to Alexa. Alexis? Alexa. Alexa. Excuse me. Alexis is our no, friend. No, this Alexa. Is, this, I, you know, it's very hard to get this all straight sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, there are like millions of customers who, who interact with Alexa like billions of times each week in different yeah. languages and cultures and all of that. But it's so it's still an important part of their business, but it is a bit of a problem right now. And the thing I would like to say is I have an Alexa show, which it serves what? as, that's what it's called. It's a, it's oh, a that's show. The, oh, I thought you meant like you're no, no, doing no. a show. No, 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 no. The after show it's is on Alexa new, no. by Harmony. <sighs> anyway, it is our alarm clock mm-hmm. in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And you can say, Alexa, play this music or play that. What's the temperature? You know, all, you can even watch movies on it if you wanted to on a tiny screen. I'm so mad at Alexa. Why? Because she gets nothing right. <laughs> she gets absolutely. You say to her, they tell you that you can say, Alexa, play relaxing music for an hour. Mm-hmm. And then she'll say, playing ballet for an hour. Like, no, Alexa, that is not what I said. <laughs> and she gets it. Then this morning, the alarm went off. Mm-hmm. And all you're supposed to do is say, Alexa, alarm off. Four times I said, Alexa, alarm off Mm -hmm. before she actually turned it off. I think I'm going to have to call Amazon, have a little talk with them Mm -hmm. because I don't feel she's working the way she should. I don't know if she's just got too many other people that she's busy with, but I'm having a lot of issues. So um, I don't know if other people have those issues. I think it's just you, Mom. Do you think it is? (laughs) Yes. Well, let me know if you have issues. Okay. Meanwhile, (laughs) over at Twitter, where... Elon did, Musk did you, has did you buy your everything up. Did you buy your... No, that's uh, what I'm about to tell you. You've had a blue check mark. I didn't pay for it. I got it the old-fashioned way. Well, you're going to have to pay for it if you want to keep it. I could care less. And if take you it, want Elon, the official one, 
it's gray. Mm-hmm. So no, I it, thought he changed his mind on that the minute he changed it. He's gone back and yeah. forth. I so, thought the okay. latest was they dispensed with that a couple hours after announcing. As of Thursday afternoon, the official quote unquote gray check marks and labels were back on prominent accounts. Okay, um, the official check mark was gone before it could fully be rolled out. And the new label specified that a celebrity, a publication, or public figure was actually that person. It actually spelled the word official with a gray check mark underneath. Mm-hmm. So pretty much it did the job of the old blue check mark, which anybody can now buy for $8 a month. Why you would spend $8 to do that is beyond me. So um, most Major American publications, including Mashable, which was writing this article, seem to be labeled official. But celebrities and public figures, it was just kind of random whether they did it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, it's He's making so many crazy mistakes that he even actually did tweet that Twitter will be doing a lot of dumb things in the coming months. <laughs> we will keep what works and change what doesn't. Wait, Elon said that? Elon. That they'll be doing a bunch of dumb yes. things? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. So at least he knows it. Um, then, this is an interesting thing. Have you ever stayed at a hotel and worried that maybe there are hidden cameras that are watching you? You know, it has crossed my mind. Okay. Well, some travelers really don't feel safe, even if it's a high-end hotel or, you know, a B&B, whatever. And so there is an anti-spy camera finder. There's actually a number of them, but this particular one is fifty nine ninety five instead of 99 There's a discount on it. However, there are many different versions that you can get. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea is that all you have to do is use the camera finder You flip the switch and it turns on an LED flashlight and it starts scanning your room for red reflective spots. And if you find any, that indicates that there is a lens of a hidden camera. Mm. And it said this article is saying it might take a little practice to, you know, find how to exactly use it. But it is a personal security tool. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you hold down the alarm switch for five seconds, it'll enter a standby mode. And if you take your finger off the switch, it gives Good. a loud noise. Thank so you for that update. You can feel safe. Excellent. We've got a great expert coming up next on Shop Girls. Don't go away. Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. I'm here with my mom, Harmony. Mom, it is cold out there. I noticed. I'm feeling like it is sweater weather. It is scarf weather. I'm getting all the gear out. And the only thing I'm thinking that would make it better is if I knew how to knit these things myself. I used to know how. Did you? I, I knit sweaters. I've got some. Well, you certainly never taught me. Never did. And I think <laughs> that to really get some advice, if you want to get into it, this is your yeah. year, this is your project, you've committed, you committed at the start of the year, and it's almost over, and you got to learn how to knit. Right. I think we should probably ask an expert. Right. Absolutely. Expert. Expert. Time now for the shop girls to ask. She really knows what she's talking about. She knows everything. Everything. An actual expert. Hear that? We got an expert here. We do indeed have an expert. Her name is Kate Vispala, and she's the owner of Harriet and Alice, an adorable, charming knitting store at 50th and France. I walk and buy it all the time. Well, you should go in, Mom, <laughs> because Kate has an amazing selection, and it inspires me to 
want to knit, and yet I still don't know how. Hello, Kate. Hi. We're so glad you're help. here. Yes. Well, I, it sounds like you already know how, so you should come in for sure. Well, you know, I used to knit. I really did. It was many, many, many Kate, years I ago. Think, I think it must have been and with her other family because I, I don't remember her knitting me anything. It was long before you were born. Right? And I really, I still got a couple of cardigan sweaters that I made. Huh. That really don't look bad, considering. Well, that's great. I've that's never fun. knit anything, I have to admit. So, Kate, what do you do How when do you people start? like <laughs> us walk in? How do we get started? Um, there are lots of different options. Obviously, we, well, I don't know if it's obvious, but obviously we have classes. So, we do offer beginning knit- knitting, um, where we do a real great basic cowl project, keep you warm in the wim- winter for sure. Mm. Um, and that's just a two session class. So it's pretty great. And we do the basics of knit, purl, casting on, binding off, and you have a project. It's great. Mm. Um, but if you don't have the time, you know, we can set you up with some yarn and needles and maybe send you to YouTube or something, but we can always support that externally again you know the the one-on-one kind of situation is really a, the best oh I sure feel, yeah because you can see what people are doing and then you can help them make you know fix their mistakes or they can see what we're doing to like really hands-on work i would guess that over these last almost three years of covid that knitting sort of had a resurgence in popularity am i right Oh, for sure. We've exploded. We, um, tons and tons of people coming in or getting back to it. Yeah. So Harmony, you're, you would be the getting back to it person. Right. right. <laughs> really getting back to well, it. Well, and Kate, what yeah. do you find right now people are wanting to, I mean, is it all hats and scarves or, or, or what are people coming in wanting to, to make? Oh, it's kind of everything. You know, I was just shopping today with my youngest and every store we popped into, Gap, J. Crew, whatever, there was a color work yoked sweater. And we look at each other and if she's like, Yeah, you can make it. I know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I think that's kind of, you know, the knitting world is always on the cusp of all the fashion and you know, if you want, it's kind of nice to say, yeah, I made it myself. I didn't just grab it off the rack and well, I use natural fibers. Yeah. And, you know, I saw yeah. on your website, which I, this would never have dawned on me, a hand towel. Cause you, oh, yeah, yeah. It, how do you go about doing that? And you mean it really dries? I, oh, yeah. Yeah. Use or, organic cotton is what I used for that towel. Uh-huh. And um, it's. You know, I made a couple of them last year for gifts, and I um, went to a, another local shop and got some fancy soap and put them up, put it together as a gift. It was what a great. good idea! And yeah, yeah, it was super fun. And I would so. think that a towel would maybe be an easy thing to start on. Oh yeah, I would for sure. You know, a little washcloth or a towel, um, and then you know you're using cotton, so then it's a, a nice natural fiber on your hands and things like that. Yeah. So I, the reason we wanted to talk to you this week, Kate, and we're talking to Kate Vespala, the owner of Harriet and Alice, which is a great little shop at 50th in France that you should definitely check out. Um, Kate, so I, I'm thinking to myself that I'm sort of planning ahead. Let's say I'm going to learn how to knit and I'm going to do it in time that I could actually give a gift to somebody for the holidays. I'm just I saying won't, <laughs> I won't hold my breath. <laughs> OK, but but so how much time would you say to a lot if you're on a beginner project? 
project. You need to get the gear. You need to learn how to do it. How long does this whole thing take until you consider yourself an actual knitter? Oh. <laughs> I think as soon as you start, you're knitting. So that's fine. <laughs> okay, but good. I, um, so like I said, our beginning class, we do two two-hour sessions. And by the end of the second session, if not before, you have a finished project, like wow. a, a nice neck gaiter cowl. Um, and if you're using a super bulky yarn, it goes much faster. And so we can get you through that. Oh, I, sure. Unfortunately, my next class is sold out, my beginning, but I do have some in December. And if somebody is like, I just want to make one thing for a gift and want to get in, I've got a couple classes coming up in December, mm. which is great. Um, okay. But if you're willing to teach yourself, you can come in and we can get you set up and um, you can potentially get a few things done. Obviously, yeah. coming to one of your classes is going to be the best way to do it. But if you were oh, to go to. online, on, do you have like a preferred YouTube video? Do you have a great resource that you think is helpful online? Oh, my gosh. Um <laughs> You know, since I, I think that we end up, I, now I'm in the point where, like, where's my staff to defer to? They would be yelling at me. They're all yelling right now. Like, we'll come in say. and ask them. Um, yeah, but there are a lot of different places. You know, um, Pearl Soho, out of, they're out of New York. They close their um, brick-and-mortar store, but they do have, like, small video tutorials for basic, you know, things, like casting on or doing some, some certain things. Um, so that would be a good one. And then there's um, some other ones that I can't That's okay. out of the back of my brain right it's now. A- but there are a ton of things and you could just um, pop in. Or if you come into the store, we kind of send you off with some recommendations too. So. Okay, the other thing that I remember is that I made these sweaters, but I couldn't put them together. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. I mean, do you do that? <laughs> like if somebody has knit everything what Can do you mean? You like you had the front you, of the sweater and the, the back? front and the back yeah. and the sleeves, yeah. but I didn't know how to put oh, it all together. I had somebody hard. else do that. Yeah. So yeah. do you so, do that? Um, or? We have, there's multiple pieces to that. One, um, we can teach you how to seam it together. Yeah. Two, we have a staff person who does do finishing work for I people. I like that. And there are, plenty, there are people around that we could recommend for that as well. So if you come in and you say, okay, here are the pieces and the pattern, please yeah. put it together for me. Um, you can do that. The last thing I would say, though, is that um, patterns are moving to from piecework to um, like for a sweater, for example, all done in one piece so oh. knit in the round. And so by the time you finish, say, your second sleeve, you've got a pretty much done sweater. Oh, so, interesting. Um, and you don't have to then be like, oh, now I got to sew it together and I yeah. hope it fits. You know, okay. <laughs> things things have progressed since my days. The other question is, are there a lot more men that are knitting now? Oh, oh yeah, for sure. We have we have many men come in and knit. Um, and I I have three children, uh, girl boy girl, and all three of them knit mm-hmm. and have samples that have they've made for the shop. Um, oh. and yeah, but we have men come in daily. Yesterday I sold a sweater quantity um, to somebody. So it was uh, a young man yeah. who was uh, making the sweater for himself. Um, mm. But we have uh, amazing male knitters in our shop. Yeah, I I think your youngest, Allie, would be good at that. Cause he's too. Yeah, well, he's good at making pillows yeah. and stuffing yeah, them. Yeah, so no, you're right. You're maybe right. he could do... The thing that I think is mm-hmm. a nice thing, and even for you, Allison, and mm-hmm. I maybe she will agree with this, mm-hmm. 
when you are watching TV at night, when you're sitting there, mm-hmm. instead of being on your phone, mm-hmm. how nice to be knitting and making something. Right? Oh, yeah. I Every day. In fact, my family gets mad at me because they have to have a small light on while we watch a movie and they want it dark. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> Is that right? Kate, are you totally on brand? Are you always knitting when you're sitting? Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. (laughs) I I just, I get so, I just get a smile on my face when I walk by that, the whole Nolan Mains development and I see your shop and you've, and you've been there since, I mean, for a while and you've seen all this development happen around you. How does it feel in your little corner of 50th in France now? Yeah. You know, yeah, we opened about six months before all the construction began. So I I feel like we're going to survive anything somebody throws at us. Absolutely. um, It's, (laughs) Yeah, it's amazing. We love it. And, you know, having the plaza there and, you know, I think there's llamas coming up uh, next weekend again. And so that's kind of fun. You know, you're like, so our customers are like, oh, the llamas because of the wool. And, you know, (laughs) but um, whereas the kids love them, too. So it's very fun. And um, just it's a vibrant place to be. Oh, absolutely. It's it's become exceptional. And having that, having um, the sweet science ice cream nearby has got to be a little bit dangerous. (laughs) You know, it is. Uh, I have a staff person who works Thursdays and she, um, usually it's ice cream Thursdays on her way home. Um, (laughs) And my oldest actually worked there last summer before she went out to college. And and so then when she comes home, she's like, you know, we have to hit sweet science. Uh, (laughs) Why not? Yeah. also, yes. Kate, you have a, a newsletter, is that yes. correct? And so tell us about that and how you get it and all. Yeah, so um, on our website, so Harriet and A-N-D-Alice.com, um, you can sign up for our newsletter. It's a once-a-week email, unless there's a special event or something, you know, so like probably on Black Friday or, you know, Thursday night, I'll send out an email of like what's happening for the weekend or something like that. But okay. usually it's just on Tuesday, Wednesday, just once a week. And it just says, like, what's new in the shop? What's happening? When are the new classes coming up? Um, what the staff is working on? Um, things like that. Okay. Um, right. And it's a great way to kind of get some information. Sure. Would be and, fun. Um, and, yeah. it, and it would be fun. There's still time to sign up for some classes in December. Whether you're doing it for yourself, oh, sure. it'd be fun to gift it to someone else or to do it with a family member or friend. I think that would be fun, yeah. too, for the holidays. Yeah, oh, for sure. And we have, we'll have beginning knitting for, you know, if this is your first time, we will have it, we have it a class, at least one class a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it's like, oh my gosh, I can't do this before the holidays, this is something you can go like a gift, right? And into January and February and things like that. So we'll that's, always that's have great. Those to watch out for that. Yeah. Well, thanks okay. for inspiring us. You're definitely an expert. Great to talk to you, Kate. <laughs> if, if you haven't been, the store again is Harriet and Alice at 50th and France and Edina. Check it out. Thanks, Kate. Thanks so you. much. Okay. We'll be back to wrap up the show right after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for joining us today. We're hoping to get you uh, started in the holiday spirit if you're not already there um, with all sorts of information about. I mean, this is this is a fun time of year for markets. Maybe you're feeling like, oh, we started the show talking about Black Friday and kind of the big box thing, which feels a little tired, maybe a little done, but I think the whole market game is going to be
be stronger than ever. Oh, We've yeah. got a few more to tell you about right now. Many starting this very weekend. We were just looking um, over the break, actually, at Oprah's list. Oprah still does her favorite she things. Does. Feels a little bit watered down. I mean, it well, feels it's a 104 little... items. Yeah, but on I the mean, list. but and I just feel like they're not. It 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 feels not I'm as sh- interesting. Yeah, a little more yeah. mass market. What can you find on Amazon? Well, I mean, you're right. They are. I mean, years ago, she didn't have it on Amazon. And I mean, but now it is. But there are a couple Minnesota products. Um, she's had softies on there for years now. And this year she's featuring their, um, what she calls their marshmallow lounger. It's like a dress that you probably could wear out of the house, too. But it's really cozy and comfortable if you're wearing it in the house. And then she also has, and I don't know that she's had uh, Minnetonka moccasin on there before, but she's got the Minnetonka Lucy Woman's uh, Slipper, Mm -hmm. which is really cute. It's $55 at Amazon. Um, No, you. oh, I thought it, she, oh, I see, I see. So basically the deal is all of these things are available. She, Amazon is her partner, but she also does list the website. So you could go directly to To, to Minnetonka Moccasin.com or to Softies. I'm a little um, surprised. I thought with Minnetonka that it might be one of the new designs, one of their new collaborations with a Native American designer. Yeah. That would have been more meaningful. Yeah. A tiny bit. I mean, I'm happy for Minnetonka. It's all good. But Minnetonka has been doing so much work around um, reconciliation and partnering with Native American artists. You can read about it. We wrote a story about it at TCBMag.com that you can read. It's in our latest issue and also a podcast podcast. with Adrian. Adrian Benjamin. Really yeah, yeah, our By All Means podcast where Adrian Benjamin, who is a Native American artist who Minnetonka has partnered with to help right. them work through how do we go about kind of apologizing for the fact that we have been trying to make up for lost time. That's right. Yes, that's right. Uh, the thing that I would say is there, I mean, if you really go through her list, um, there are certainly some interesting things. I thought this one gift, this Sterling Forever, it's called Five Days of Hoops, mm-hmm. and it's it's $200, but it's five different either gold or sil- silver earrings for every occasion, you know, some larger, some smaller, because Oprah says you always have to have hoops. So, <laughs> But I do think that as you look through, I didn't find a lot of things that I went, oh, I never saw that before. Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah. So, um, but, well, you know, it's a good guide, I'm going to guess that the standards have had to change a little bit because of this Amazon partnership. That oh, it's, I, I know, would think so, too. In yeah. terms of quantities, in terms of availability. I don't know. It just, it, yeah, it feels a little less about discovery and a little more like these are just You're some, right. Good idea. That's a good way of and putting it. And that's fine, it. but it's a it's a good cold day. So if you want to spend the time looking through Oprah's favorite things, it's yeah. there for you. We'll post a link to it as well. Um, rolling right along, I want to let you know that um, Claire Vivier, who, uh, you know, amazing handbag designer. I'm not sure if everybody knows that she is actually a St. Paul girl. Claire right. Vivier is from St. Paul. Her company is based in L.A. And, of course, she has stores around the country, but she doesn't have one I here. Know, isn't that weird? But... Well, I mean, I think she does pop ups here. She is doing pop ups. And what's great is she has a connection to a a little an adorable little shop and design studio in St. Paul. Yeah. Right at Selby. We were there last year. Remember at Selby and Stelling. And she's doing it again. It's going on today. It started yesterday. It's at the um, Three Graces is the name of the shop charming little little place and they've kind of turned it over to claire v's entire collection she's here she's here herself 
herself. Oh, she um, wasn't last year. Or at least she, she wasn't. Was she? Yeah, Mom, we talked to her. Yeah. We did. Uh-huh. We did. Oh, it was yes. not memorable. I guess. Okay. <laughs> oh my God! Ignore. Hey, delete everything she just said. Can we do that on live radio? Anyway, the Claire V pop up is happening right now as we speak in real time. Saturday, November twelfth. It goes on until five p.m. today at sixteen oh five Selby Avenue in. And Saint the Paul. thing is, it's not just handbags. I no, mean, she's got accessories for great sweatshirts. Yeah, and I mean, there's all kinds of yeah, fun things. Fashion. And she does. I love also, and I think this could make a great um, gift idea. If you know someone who loves handbags, she does great interchangeable straps so that you can have a bag and just make it look totally different. Dressing it up with a gold strap or doing something that's a a color or metallic or whatever. Kind of a little trend right now. It is because I got a a bag at Melly at the Galleria and it came with three different Oh, it that came with it. Did. it nice. Did. Yeah. Nice. Well, it's a nice uh, alternative if you feel like, oh, if I've already bought this person necklaces in the past. Yeah. Maybe do the, the handbag chain instead. So that, again, is going on today. Um, Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine is your go-to and will be throughout the season for all the up-to-date list of holiday markets and shopping events. We told you earlier in the show, if you missed it, be sure to podcast. We gave you a preview of the departments at Dayton's, which opens on Thursday. It's all happening this yep. week. Everybody's getting open. So that kicks off the season on Thursday. Um, there are many others. Holly Go Fabulous yeah. with Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine, partnership with the Galleria. That actually is happening tomorrow. Well, it started today. There there was a session today. Okay. All and, right. But each one is $10. Um, right. And so so Stephanie March will be there tomorrow. Next weekend, Jane Haugen Olson will be there. Grant Whitaker will be there. So it's all about getting you ready for the season. It's style trends and cocktail tastings and home decor ideas yeah. and, and everything to kind of kick off the holiday season. You can find all the details at MSPMag.com or at the Galleria's website as well. Um, there are other markets that are kicking off the, um, the Minneapolis craft market. They do these pop-ups at Wagner's, uh, Wagner's garden center in Minneapolis. And that's going on now weekends through December 18th, locally made gifts, foods, coffees, apothecary, and more. And Holodazzle is going to be back, um, There'll be gift shopping and all of that kind of thing. The weekends of November 25th through December 18th at Loring Park in Minneapolis. You can go to holodazzle.com yep, for information did. about that one. Yeah, they just announced their hours. Um, Keg and Case in St. Paul. I always oh, love yeah. an opportunity to shop and eat and drink at the same time. Always a good combination. It is yep. It is a winning combination yep. for a fun weekend where the shopping doesn't feel too stressful and you make it an event. And so Keg and Case would be a great place if you've never been over there. It's high time you try it out. It's Keg and Case Market. Market at 928 West 7th Street in St. Paul. They'll have local vendors as well as all of the regular vendors that that uh, populate that market. Here's one. If you haven't seen the new Four Seasons Hotel mm-hmm. and want to yes. in downtown Minneapolis, they are getting into this whole market thing. They will have local vendors and you can even have breakfast with Santa on December 4th. So this will be taking place, the vendors and all, on December 3rd and 4th at the Four Seasons. Again, you can go to fourseasons.com 
to get more information about that. That would be kind of mm. a fun way to check the hotel out. Hey, you know what opened this week, or actually last week, um, Bachman's Holiday Ideas oh, and Inspiration House. You know, yeah. they, do, they do a whole home that you On can Lindale, walk through. Right? Yep. yep. Um, you, you have to pay. There's a $5 fee, but then you get uh, a discount when you do that. Lots of great inspiration for the holidays, and it's just kind of a fun outing. And that's at the flagship store on Lindale Avenue. Yeah. So there you go. Lots we'll put of links things. up. Lots to do. Send us your questions throughout the week. We're here for you throughout the season. Have a great weekend. Stay warm out there.